0: Stand by for action.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome hey, everybody. Back to the punk to That Podcast, <laughs> episode number. I'm Tom Traman. Liverpool News here.
0: Hello. 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 And as again, as, as Mike said, um, I should introduce ourselves. We seem to have an awful lot of new listeners. So, this is a punk podcast about punk music, and we've both been listening to punk music a very long time. And I'm from England, and Tom is not. And uh, that's it. Right? Right, Tom? I don't
1: know. Do you think we haven't run off most of those new listeners yet? <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. We keep getting new people in the like, group. The
1: people who have been with us for four years, they know what to expect. But, you know, anyway. Yes. Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmails, where you find us. Punk Till I Die on Facebook. Punk Till I Die on Instagram. Punk Till I Die at your mama's house.
0: Whoa! wow. Um, it's a feisty one tonight.
1: Yes. <laughs> We've had a good It's funny. I have some beer in the fridge, too. I should. I just got off call. And, you know, I was on call for like 10 days straight. I should right. be drinking a beer. Maybe I'll get one later when I have to go pee.
0: Yes. Mix anyway. It, mix it with your ice cream. <laughs>
1: That's exactly, I already finished my ice cream from oh, nice water
0: no. oh dear but anyway
1: so Neil we've taken on a new tradition this year I don't know if it lasts beyond 2023 but this year we've been doing this thing right where we've been the bigger festivals punk festivals yes. and in this case I definitely use the term punk festival loosely um we've been having sort of correspondents come on and tell us about them
0: yeah ones we couldn't make it to. Um, yep. Yeah, we will Courtney have or someone Wood. who went. Now, the funny, the funny thing I think for, about Rebellion, everybody loved the episode from Rebellion with Chris, uh, Chris Hodgkins and his and his daughter. Yeah. But everybody so every, couldn't understand him. Exactly, everybody said. Even my friends from England said they couldn't understand him and they needed subtitles. <laughs> so,
1: but <Well>, you <laughs> think that's hard to understand? What about a guy who's lived in Illinois all life?
0: Hey, shut up you.
1: No, I'm not talking about you. I'm oh, you're talking about, our talking special about our our friends. Special? Yes, you, you had lived in Illinois your whole life. That's just true. most of it.
0: Yeah. Well, just <laughs> it's, it's been a, a long life for a lot of people. It's like 35 exactly. years ago or some shit. Yeah.
1: This show's been a long life for a lot of people so far already. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, listen, we're we're real happy to have our old friend Doctor Disc back with us from yes. the Chicago suburbs, from the upscale Chicago suburbs. How you doing? Even though he's he's sporting a new look that makes him look like a real tough city guy. How you yeah, doing, yes. Doctor Disc? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> you bet, man. Always good to have you, man. So you have been going to Riot Fest for many, many years, right? Yes.
0: Yes. And it uh, bears the scars to prove it and the missing. Exactly. Go
1: <laughs> <laughs> go. You know what? You need a face tattoo, Alan. That would really, I mean, Dr. dis that would really uh, bring it home for you. I mean, it might professionally, you might suffer, but.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's not happening. That is
1: not <laughs> So, anyway, how many did you go back when it was still in the clubs, or did you start going when, once they moved it to the field? Or do you remember how how long you've been going to Riot Fest? I think this is my eighth or ninth. Okay, um, so that was all always outside, probably. Yeah, I, yeah, I,
2: I didn't go to any of the bar ones.
1: Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I mean, everybody should know. I assume that Riot Fest, because it's gotten so huge, right, Neil? I mean, it's yes. like. It's world known at this point. But it's it's,
0: not at all like it used to be. Yeah, let's put it that way. No,
1: it definitely so it's outdoor event. There are still club show elements like late night club shows. But for the most part, it's three days outside at some huge park with huge stages and huge crowds. We're talking fifty thousand plus people per day. And it's not really very punk focused anymore if we're being honest. But uh, I don't know how many years it's been going—fifteen years or something.
0: Yes, from the early two thousands. Um, I went to the first couple when it was at the Congress. It was just a one day yeah. festival, and it really was just punk and psychobilly yeah, and punk, ska classic. bands back then. You know, it was—they had some classic lineups. Um, they could Reagan had their comeback shows uh, there, uh, but yeah, now it's not so much. It's a mix. So,
1: so Alan, you. I mean, Dr. Disc. Man, I'm sorry. So, you, of course, Dr. Disc, Alan Dr. Disc, of course, writes for Goldmine Magazine. We've he actually does. done a bunch of a bunch of events together. Um,
0: He's the generous so guy that gives away all the records. He
1: does. He gives us, like, when we had our event last time, when we did our thing in Logan's Port, most of the records came from Alan that we gave away. So, And I went home with a bunch, and Neil went home with a bunch. The only person who didn't go home with a bunch was Jake, but I'm working on a pile for him. Our admin, our admin team, Jake.
0: So, <laughs> our underprepared I, I, and under I, underpaid I, secretary.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, aside for Jake. There you go. Well, it's funny because I, I really – everybody who I knew showed up to the event, who I know drew, drove in, I made sure they got something. But I was talking to Jake the whole time, and I just missed him. So we'll go we'll get him next time. I'll send him his two live crew records back that he sent me, Neil.
0: Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, yes. He's,
1: he's so hony. But just, so are you, <laughs> so you're So, covering the event for Goldmine specifically, or were you just doing yeah. interviews with artists? No, no. it's, it's I'm uh, there on behalf of Goldmine. Okay. So you will write do a write up of the whole festival, like the over
2: overarching, like what we're gonna do today. No, actually, um, I I tend to just do individual stories for the magazine on each individual band. Oh, really? Magazine. Okay. I don't I don't do an overview. We might do it on the podcast, but um, no, I just focus on specific bands for the.
0: Now let me ask you this, Alan, because I've noticed recently, Goldmine always used to be the uh, forum for like. You know, early seventies rock bands and stuff. But I have I have noticed they've been doing a lot more punk uh, stuff recently. And even on the latest latest podcast, it was in like an emo special. So is has that actually been a focus of Goldmine? Is to put more punk stuff in there?
2: Um, I think I'm making it that way. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's still there's still very heavy kind of classic rock and AOR rock. Um, actually, Tom and I were just texting back and forth about. Trying to find the fall issue because I think ZZ Top was on the cover or something like that. Well, but it was so,
1: four choice. It was four choices, Neil. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I guess ZZ Top is the best because it was like the Eagles, oh. Leonard Skinner, oh. ZZ Top. I'm like, I can't do the Eagles. I'd have to burn the cover.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you have some Jethro Tull in there too, Pat?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> what's funny because a couple issues back, I think it was there was a Sex Pistols cover. Yep. Yep. So, and but then there's Kiss. It seems like they're doing multiple multiple covers is kind of the thing yeah
2: we are we're doing
1: four covers for each issue that comes out now mm. so you can find something you like even if it's easy top
2: okay but yeah well there I we go
0: that's
2: that's one of the things that i've helped bring um since i've gotten involved i've been writing now with the magazine for over 10 years but huh. um my my editor has let me um do a little bit more punk stuff and then you know he's generous enough to at least post a lot of my stories and um and some have actually made it into the magazine. I, as you know, I had my first cover with the with uh, Marky Ramone uh, on the Ramones issue. Mm. So
0: is cool. that the is that the guy? Is the editor the guy? Does the, does the podcast?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys, you both met Pat. Pat, Pat. yeah, Pat, Pat yeah,
0: Pat. that's right. Okay, all
2: right, cool. All right, so, cool, cool. So okay, so let's start on
1: Friday. You take the day off work, take the whole day off, school the afternoon, or what? Which you no, no, play?
2: I take the whole day off. Um, it starts at noon, but last year, uh, so <laughs> parking is a nightmare in D- at Douglas Park. Indeed, it is, uh, and in, it's in, ch- ch- in Chicago in general. And, ju- yes. and
0: yeah. just and just so people know, that is not a great neighborhood after dark. Yeah. You would not want to be walking around in that neighborhood.
2: Oh. Yeah, I, I, it. Yeah, Neil's exactly right. It's um, it's not a great neighborhood, but there's there's usually this church that. I park my car at and, and give them like 40 bucks or whatever. And I always feel good. Cause at least I know the money's that they're, they're putting the money back into the church. It's a whole church thing, but they weren't open yet by the time we got there. And, uh, I just happened to pull into the actual park area. And I, I said, I'm with the media and they waved me in. So I got to park for free. So oh, nice! this year I saved 80 bucks cause I didn't have to park <laughs> parking. And, uh, I was able to park in the main Area, which is the first time ever. But um, we got there really early because last now, you, year. We,
0: oh, I'm sorry, to up? But you're saying we? Who who is we? Oh,
2: my photographer and uh, who went with me. Oh, okay, cool, okay. cool, cool. Yeah. So um, we got down there about ten o'clock and found out that they actually don't even start with the media till about eleven. But it was worth it because by eleven there were you know forty people deep for media trying to get in and and they it's not an easy process because they have to check everybody's id and credentials and all that stuff so we got it It, to me it's well worth it to be there early but we also wanted to get in there early because i wanted to check out the aqua dolls and then i wanted to head over and check out olivia Jean and the bobby lees and all three of them were playing you know in the first basically hour of the show
0: so it starts at noon is that right
2: yeah it starts at noon right, right away okay and so, so, uh, so do you have appointments set up with artists specifically or is it just like a free for all no no there's so for the interviews i have um interviews set up some as, as much as a month before um uh, you know where i'll reach out to their marketing people and and say you know hey do they want to meet and then a lot of most of them will meet on the day that they're performing they'll give me 15 20 minutes um and uh sometimes what i try to do is i try to go see everybody that i do an interview with i want to see their live show sure yeah. yeah i think it helps to uh for what i'm writing about too so um early on on friday we didn't have any interviews set up early because you know the the, the artists don't want to do an interview at you know eight in the morning or nine in the morning and <laughs> i don't want to get there. Really. So, we started out by seeing some shows first before we had our very first interview. Our first interview wasn't until 2 o'clock, and that was with um, the Quicksand. With who, Quicksand. Okay. Oh, okay. So, and, and Quick, there's a movie coming out. The lead singer of Quicksand is also in. Um,
1: Gorilla you know, Biscuits?
2: Yeah, Gorilla Biscuits and one other band. And it's the first time somebody's played in three bands in three days. And mm. there's a whole movie coming out about it.
0: So, interesting. Mm. Do you like Quicksand, Tom?
1: Um, you know, it's funny. I saw them quite a few times in the early to mid '90s, supporting other bands in the clubs. they were okay. I have their first two albums.
3: Okay.
2: they are It's, me it's like post-punk. Yeah, like Failure. If you've ever seen Failure, you know kind kind of darky, darker, longer, slower guitar songs.
1: Yeah, they're they're not bad, but yeah, they're definitely that that that. I think he's talking about Walter. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's he's done a lot. He's been around for for a long time, but uh, because I know that he's yeah, he has all those bands going right now, and I know that sometimes they come up with some conflicts. I think Gorilla Biscuits is probably the biggest draw. Is this other band? It's not Civ, No, that's the other guy from Gorilla Biscuits. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I'll keep going.
2: Oh, that's okay. So, um, so we. We went over, saw just a couple of minutes of Aqua Dolls, and then headed over to see Olivia Jean, and, um, and she was really good. She's kind of uh, goth country. That's um, the Bobby Lees? No, that's Olivia Jean. She is, Olivia Jean? Is, huh. uh, you, she's probably better known, although she probably doesn't want to go by this, but she, the, um, she is um, Jack White's wife. Oh, current wife.
1: Okay. Current, that is correct. Gotcha.
2: Oh, huh, okay. So she records for third man records and um Oh geez, because she's sleeping with the guy who runs the label.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tandy, isn't it? <laughs> Funny how that works.
2: <laughs> but, yeah. but but all joking aside, she's really good and, and <laughs> trust me, she was recording with them before you know they got married and and deservedly slow, so her music is huh, good. Okay, cool. But then, but then we headed over to the Bobby Lees.
0: So okay, so so paint, paint us the picture though. So for those that have never been, how many stages are at the Redfest?
2: Five stages. You've five got five
0: fucking stages, Jesus! And from yeah. one
2: end to the other, it's quite a walk. From yeah, at least it was. Stage, the roots stage the radical stage the rise stage and the rebel stage and the rebel stage is the farthest kind of away from everything else. And it almost seems like that's where bands go to die for some reason. But they put, but I mean, I actually thought there were some of the best bands playing at that stage. But it is the hardest stage to get to.
0: So, mm-hmm. and and there's a different uh, a different size of each of these stages, right? I assume one of them is the smallest for upcoming. Bands. I think um, the roots
1: in the radical stage, if I remember, right, are about the same. They're almost like one goes or the other goes. Yeah, at least that's how yeah. it
2: used to be. Rebels the smallest, and for photography purposes, rebels the best because literally. Like you could walk right up to the stage and and just start shooting and you can see clearly when you get to um, the riot stage, which is the main stage, there's you know there's like eight foot tall
0: mm-hmm.
2: before you can even get to the stage. so it's it's not as easy to shoot from, um, especially if you're vertically challenged like my photographer is. So
0: are the bands playing concurrently or is there a gap between bands so you can get between stages?
2: No, there's bands playing concurrently. Oh, that uh, sucks! But, but you don't always get, always conflicts. I will tell you, you don't get sound bleed. They do a really good job yeah. out there of yeah. setting it up so that you're not hearing. I mean, no matter where you are, you're not. You're only hearing the music from that stage. Hmm. It's okay. impressive. Do a good job with that. Okay.
0: I just find that weird that they don't do not do any kind of gap between the bands so what happens if you want to see two bands at the wrong oh you're totally, at you're time? totally
2: screwed you're totally oh yeah screwed. Um, that's kind of one of their sticks, you know that they if you follow them on on uh, Twitter they always are bragging about you know Riot Fest the festival that gets all your bands and then puts them in the worst times so that you yeah. can't see
3: them. Yeah,
1: I remember I remember one year Bad Religion and Screeching Weasel were playing at the same time and uh, Scott actually had to split up the dynamic duo had to split up because you wanted to see Bad Religion I needed to see Weasel. I was going to so. say,
0: you'd have, you'd have been Weasel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so yeah, at least a Punk Rock Bowling, they don't do that, right? They've only got two stages, but they, they only do... only got two stages. But, well, they, well, the, but there is a it, gap this, between the bands. But is
2: so much bigger now. I mean, it's like five times yeah. as many people, right? It's, it's huge. And, and I really only ran into one time where we had that dilemma, and that was on Saturday. Um, and we can talk a little bit about it. But Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls were playing the same time as Stick, Steve Ignorant, you know, doing his crass... Performance. I huh. wanted to see Crash, you know, Steve just because, you know, when is when is he gonna come back to the States? You know, yeah. if ever. Um, and it just couldn't work out because they were both playing at exactly the same time.
1: Hmm. So uh, the Bobby Lee's you saw, yeah. how were they? They're really good. What kind of style um, are they? Like just like a punk rock or
2: yeah, they're they're punk rock, um really good. I mean they their album last year was one of my top ten albums of the year. So I highly recommend the Bobby Lee's. The interesting thing is they are the one band who, their management never got back to me to say, "Yes, I'm doing an interview." And we did an interview with a band, and then we left to go see another band. And when I came back, somebody walked up to me from Riot Fest and said, "You know, are you guys with Goldmine?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Well, there's a band that was looking for you.
0: Uh,
2: what band is it?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, we're not sure, but it was two guys and two girls." And so then I saw them walking around. Was Abba?
1: Like,
2: oh. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Interview with you, so it was really cool because I was not expecting it. So for the one time, I actually had to do a whole interview off the top of my head with no questions prepared or anything. Um, but but it went really good. And and uh, check them out; they're a good band
1: We've been doing that. We've been doing that for years, Alan. Writing questions in advance is overrated. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's let's play the body reason. All right, let's listen.
0: Yeah, I think we decided on a song called "Dig Your Hips." Does that sound right? Yeah. Sure. Alright. Alright. So this is the first song. You be tonight. the judge. You be yep. the judge. The Bobby Lees from Woodstock, New York, I'm reading. Um this song's Hippies. called Dig Your Hips. Hippies. Pop pickers. That was uh, Bobby Lee's with "Dig Your Hips." And uh, so what time?
1: What time did did they come on? Are they still pretty early in the afternoon. Though? Oh yeah, twelve fifty five. Woo! Well, you see, you already seen three bands by one o'clock
0: in the afternoon. And yeah. how how long did they play for?
2: Uh, they played for a half hour.
0: That's, see, that's one of my problems with this whole thing. Is that you go to a thing like that? Maybe what you see one or two bands, and you're there in the afternoon playing for a half hour. It just doesn't. I mean, that's, to me, that's, to me, that's it doesn't work. No, it doesn't, well, yeah, have. But you, it doesn't you, have to be you, that way.
1: You know, that's so funny because if you go to a club and a band starts playing more than a half hour, you're like, all right, next.
0: Yeah, but that's a that's a 10 o'clock. <laughs> if it's 1 o'clock yeah, yeah. in the yeah, afternoon, but, play for an hour. I yeah, don't care. Yeah, I
2: suppose, I suppose. But, but wait, no, I, I, I will disagree on this because I will say that one, typically when they're playing for a half hour or 45 minutes, because there, there were, I think, eight or nine bands who did complete records, um, which is another Riot Fest thing where they get bands to perform whole records straight through. Um, you don't get tired before you're before they're done. You're still enjoying them. It's not like you're like, oh my god, when are they gonna wrap this set up so the next band will come on? I yeah. mean, it moves quickly. And you're right. I mean, yes, if I'm going to see five bands and it doesn't start till nine o'clock, then it's a pain in the butt to have you know each band play forty five minutes. But at this time of the day, I like the half hour sets. I'll tell you because it it just makes it so I can get to a bunch of different ones too
0: sure I guess it depends if it's a newer band I guess that's not so bad but my mind goes back to when the Buzzcocks played and the Buzzcocks played for yeah 35 a, minutes a 2 o'clock yeah. in the yeah. afternoon for 35 yeah. minutes it's yeah like that was you, annoying you, it's like you can't fucking do a disservice to a legendary band like that that's just that's just not on
1: well dude you gotta save three and a half hours of the Foo Fighters
0: <laughs> shoot me in the face so
1: alright so, so you're you are only to 1 o'clock in the afternoon that's amazing what's next yeah. it, and well, when yeah. did you end up talking to the Bobby Leagues was it later much later in the day then or was it yes
2: yeah, it was okay. right around three o'clock. But I will tell you, you know, because I think Neil touched on it. A lot of these bands do after-hour shows also, mm-hmm. and so you know, if you're a big Bobby Lee's fan and you wanted more than the half-hour set, you could go see them like Thursday night, Friday night, or Saturday night at another bar where they played a full show. Yeah, mm-hmm. there there are the opportunities to see some of these other bands. Yeah, the same days. But anyway, so after Bobby Lee's. Uh, we went and did the interview with the bassist from Quicksand, and um, that was a good interview. And then I ran over to see Parliament Funkadelic, which ah, that'd be cool. Which I was very excited to get to see, and I know has nothing to do with punk rock. And I even oh, it's
1: punker. Trust me, they're, they're punker than a lot
2: of the things that are sort well, of punk rock. And I I commented to some of the other photographers, I said, "This has got to be the whitest crowd that these guys have ever." <laughs> Because <laughs> you looked out, and and the place was packed. I mean, there had to be twenty thousand people there to mm. see them play. That's, I mean, that's, everybody.
0: That's did. hideous. It, but that's it, a well, classic.
1: That's, that's a classic festival thing, though. Because if they were playing at a club in town, they wouldn't draw two thousand. You know, no, they draw a thousand people. But you know, these these suburban white kids, Neil, they they want to be authentic experiences. Yeah, mm.
2: they. I'm telling you, they put out in a the safe place.
1: environment. Yeah. <laughs>
2: George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic and and but again they're 150 to 250. I mean they gave them an hour at least, but still it's oh, so, weird. Good. so weird to see them in the in you know like you said in sunny you know in the sunny day. Yeah.
0: So. hmm I'm not buying it but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so um we did a couple of inter- we had a couple of interviews um right after Parliament Funkadelic. I did um Interviewed the Screaming Females and did an interview with, um, what was the other band that we, oh, Bayside. Um Ooh, I, Emo revivals. Yeah, yep. Uh, I, and I try to mix it up. Sure. Uh,
0: so did you see either of those two bands?
2: I saw the Screaming Females. And how was that? They were really good. They played the exact same time, though, as Bayside. Um... And I didn't mind. I didn't mind missing Bayside. I really wanted to see uh, Screaming Females. Um, their new album, or newest album, is really good. Um, so I enjoyed it. And before that, we caught some of the Interrupters on the way over to see the Screaming Females.
0: I bet. I bet so, there was a lot of people watching that, huh? The the new Scar Wonder kids.
2: Yeah, they <laughs> always draw a good crowd. I bet. Yeah, it was a pretty good crowd.
0: Lots of ten year olds.
2: <laughs> then, then I had an interview. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was the band of the day for Friday, September 15th. Um, and that was the, I, I sat down and talked with the lead singer from fake names and I know you're going to ask me his name and I cannot well, pronounce he
0: probably, it or he probably would have given you a fake name anyway. Yes. Ah?
2: Yeah. I got it. Got it. But- I'm going to look it up.
1: It's somebody, it's somebody big. I like, give me, give me a minute. Keep, keep talking. I'm looking, I'm, I'm researching
2: the cool thing. And, and I should, I should have said this. So, you know, because you mentioned it before that when we did our event um, at um, at uh, the at Pints. Why am I forgetting it? Uh, bonus, bonus Pints. Bonus Pints. Dennis right, Ligson.
0: Gave,
2: right. We gave away a ton of stuff. Gave away a ton of stuff. Yep. Well, a lot of that stuff is signed albums that I get from Riot Fest. And so when I told, oh, the, okay. when I told the guys from Fake Names that I was... Um, you know, even though I was only going to meet with the lead singer, he brought the whole band over to have the whole band sign some albums for giveaways, which I thought nice. was extremely cool um, because they are a super group um, and I, they were phenomenal. Now, again, they were they were on Rebel stage <laughs> and there was maybe 500 people to see them, hmm. and it was so sad because, as far as I'm concerned, I know people were heading over to Foo Fighters. Um, but so they, Foo Fighters played Friday night. Yeah, Foo Fighters were Friday night from eight to ten. Two,
0: about, hours, uh, Neil. two hours, two hours of the Foo Fighters. It. Yeah, there have goes your it. hero. Yeah, <sighs> yeah.
2: Now, want to see the Foo Fighters? You could go see Sludgeworth, which they put up against the Foo Fighters.
1: And all the hipster, all the hipster, uh, you know, forty-five-year-old punk rockers were bragging about how they were going to see Sludgeworth instead of
2: Foo Fighters. Yeah. Foo Fighters.
1: Which I'd rather see Sledgeworth than the Foo Fighters, too, but I don't know. I saw the Foo Fighters when they were relatively new. They're an inoffensive rock and roll
0: band. Right. That's about all you can say about them.
2: Yeah, I've seen seen them a couple of times. Um, You know, it was, I will tell you that it was not the venue I would typically want to see them in. I think they're much better in an arena where at least I can kind of identify whose body is whose. I was standing so far back for Foo Fighters. Where was I, this at Riot Fest? Okay, gotcha. There, there, there had to be there had to be fifty thousand people in that area. I couldn't see even the stage. It was. Could so you far.
1: see like the big? Because they always had the big screens up. So were you watching them on the yeah. big
2: screens? Yeah, and and then it, I got to the point where I and I said this to my photographer. I'm like, you know, we could just be watching this on TV at home. You know, and like it and probably it would have been be,
0: better actually. Yeah. yeah,
2: that'd be comfortable. Right. So, when you know, the festival, and this is all this has been my concern, is that yes, as they've gotten bigger and bigger, and and drawing bands like Foo Fighters and The Cure and and Queens of the Stone Age and Death Cab for Cutie, it, it brings a, a whole different crowd. I mean, there there were people still coming into Riot Fest at seven o'clock at night. Mm
1: a hundred dollars or whatever it is for the cheapest day ticket and just showing up at uh,
0: yeah just for yeah. the Foo Fighters baby
2: yeah so I don't know it, to me it, it, as you guys have said it to me it's losing some of its its punk feel but I mean the place was packed people oh yeah it. they're doing great as a business yeah.
1: model they're doing great it's just right. not our business model you know right so alright so you actually we picked a fake name song too we should play that fake name song
0: okay yeah, we also picked uh, uh yeah oh yeah fake names yeah okay sure sure um i think we said i well, want to
1: hear these guys I'm looking forward to this
0: all for sale well i mean this album came out earlier in the year right it's a 2023 release that's correct i think so i, I did listen to this when it first came out I, I thought it was all right it was i thought it was missing something it was okay but i thought it was missing something i can't remember and the singer's name is dennis something
2: yeah, Dennis... Uh, Lixen or
0: something, like Lixen. It's yeah. got huh. a
2: bunch of letters that should not be together to right. name. Well, it is funny because
1: you definitely recognize the names of the bands they came from.
2: Even yeah. if you
1: don't recognize... You don't necessarily recognize the names, though. The individual names don't really ring a bell, but that's
0: okay. Yeah, um, I think calling a supergroup might be stretching it a little bit, but... Um, well, I
1: mean, it's a punk supergroup, Neil.
0: Not really. Like Lords of the New Church or something with Steve and Brian James oh, and fucking dude, dude that uh,
1: was that was 1982. You I'm to, just, you but no, no,
0: no, but no, those are fucking well-known international names. These are guys, the Danish Linkshin. Sorry. Well, like
1: I said, their their individual names aren't well-known, but the bands are well-known.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Take it under advisement. Sure. All right. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's play the song.
1: We'd have to agree to disagree, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I
0: mean, <laughs> it, the, the whole. It's not exactly me, the let's, traveling let's Wilburys, is it?
1: Yeah, (laughs) they're gonna get Del Shannon. All right, so here's the thing I'll say about the the very concept of a punk supergroup is sort of ridiculous, just because how many punks really are? They're not none of them are like household names. So you have to put it in the context of punk rock. You know what I mean? It's a punk supergroup. Anyway, forget it. Forget it.
0: Yeah, you're wrong, but okay. (laughs) All All right, this is all for sale from fake names. Look at it, the fake names picture on Discogs, the singer Dennis guy, he looks like yeah. he, he'd be more at home in fucking in the in, su- in suede in the London suede. He really looks like he's got the uh long, greasy hair thing going in the, so, the uh, you, you and hear, folks, this the center part and stuff.
1: This is where Punk'd Like That Pocket starts to unravel. This is it. <laughs> well, yeah. No, yeah. He, no,
0: he just does. He just, I mean, that's the style he's <laughs> rocking. He looks like he'd be more at home in a in a 80s or 90s Britpop pop band.
2: I, yeah. will t- I will tell you that of all the people I spoke to that I did interviews with Dennis is by far the most passionate about record collecting and, mm. and just records in as a whole. And he does his own YouTube channel where he just talks about his record collection. I mean, he is a true record collector. And, and so oh. it was, it was fun talking to him. Um, and like I said, if you ever have the chance to, to check him out, check him out They're, they're a good band. I just wish they would have had the opportunity to play at a bigger stage because it was sad to see them performing to a smaller crowd. It's got
1: to be weird for Brian Baker, right? Because if he was doing this Bad Religion gig, they'd be playing in front of 20,000
2: people yep. or whatever. Yep, yep. <laughs> no. and and Brian, one of the nicest people I talked to. At Riot Fest, Neil, not at like, you know. Oh, gotcha, yeah, 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 gotcha, yeah. 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 Brian was so nice to come over and, and sign this stuff. Just really nice guy.
0: All right. Hold on. Hold on, Alan. So far, everyone's been super nice. Who was a Who was a complete who was asshole? A to you? Who was the one that punched your uh, tooth out? Tell the truth. <laughs> there
2: was, nobody that, there was nobody that was a complete asshole, but we can talk about we can talk about a weird person when we get when we when we talk about Saturday. So.
0: Excellent. All right. Be looking, looking forward to that. Um, so, so, OK. So
2: where are we at those. on Friday?
0: Yeah, where we at?
2: We're kind of at the end. I mean, the Foo Fighters performed, and and we walked out of there. We did not stay for the whole show. I did. So you we, watched
1: some. So you watched some of the Foo Fighters. Though. Yeah,
2: we did. I think we did four of the songs.
1: Um, you know, did the you inter- skip Sludgeworth, or did you not even try to go over to see Sludgeworth? I did
2: not. I saw no. them. I saw them. Um, oh, you saw
1: at Cobra Lounge.
2: Yeah, and and that's the way to see them. Oh, um,
4: absolutely.
2: I would have loved to have seen Sludgeworth, but I just. The idea of trying to get through the crowd to get back over to that other stage, I just was like, eh, not gonna. Well, mess it. listen,
1: Dan Panic fans, because he's the he's the dude from Sludgeworth. He's playing twice at T1 Fest, maybe even three times. So, yes, you can still get your Dan Panic. Uh, well, uh,
0: and it's so funny to think, didn't they do something at uh, Mike's record store, Loud Pizza, just a few weeks ago?
2: Dan, Dan was not there for that.
0: Oh, he was. I no, was. Good. Well, I was just gonna say though, it was play- like
1: Sludgeworth backing up a different singer, like the dude from. Uh, it was supposed to be the
3: dude, from,
2: but he didn't show. Or had oh, sorry. Hey? oh, yeah. no kidding. Me. So they did like a karaoke, like a punk rock acoustic karaoke thing. I think. Oh boy!
0: But it's just so funny that they played there the record store for fifty people, and then the next a couple of weeks later they were playing Riot Fest for like ten thousand. It's just that's, that's just the life, buddy. Funny.
2: Yeah, that's the life.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that was Friday.
2: Yep, that was Friday. Do you, do you get
0: any idea, and you probably don't even need to share this if you do have any idea, but how much would a sledgeworth have been getting paid for doing something like that?
2: Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't know is what what these bands are playing. But, I mean, it, it, there was a lot of money being spent there, I can tell you that. they yeah. they, they and, and they have a good group of vendors, um, although it was a little lower this year than in the past. Like Typically, I go straight to Fat Rack. Um, Because they've always been a vendor, and they've always exclusive records. Yeah, always been had exclusive vinyl that you could only get like at Riot Fest, and sometimes they'd even have a special Riot Fest album. And this year they weren't even there, (laughs) Um, so it was. And I heard that from other people, like, "Hey, some of the past vendors aren't here this year." Um, But there's a lot going on. I mean, there's a great. what is it? Art for painting for punks. And it is like, I know you're a big Steve Caballero fan. So there was artwork from Steve Cab that he had done. You could get original pieces for 150 bucks framed. Um, there was a whole art and, ca- you know, art and canvas stuff mm-hmm. that you could buy from all different artists. So it was, there's a lot to do there. Um, they do a good job. And then there's a ton of food vendors. Sure. Yeah.
0: I forgot to but mention, I-, I forgot to mention this, Tom, on the um, San Diego episode. Uh, at the last day when I was at La Jolla, I actually de- did see uh, did see Steve Caballero walking to La Jolla to- with his family. So that was just kind of interesting, nice. just seeing him out in the wild. Yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Anyway, sorry.
2: You didn't go and ask him about urethane.
0: I yeah, about how bad they are. I mean, if he'd been by himself, I probably would have talked to him. But I, it was with his, he was he was with I his kids. Hate,
2: I don't hate
1: urethane. Alan actually gave me a CD, and I listened to it a couple times. I actually I don't think it's too bad.
0: It's very average, though, isn't it? It's, uh, I'm sure it's too pop punk for Neil. I like certain pop punk. Well, I punk thought guys. it was more
1: like a skater punk. It definitely has more like a Fat Wreck '90s sound to it. I think. Yeah, just super generic but, uh, though.
2: Yeah, I didn't mind it anyway. <laughs> Free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Indeed. All right. So that was so okay. So what time are you getting out of there on the Friday night then? Uh,
2: we got out about nine, about ten o'clock. No, nine thirty. About nine thirty. And
0: but, you've got yeah. you've got a pretty long drive home because I know where you live and it's uh... I'm not a drive home. Okay,
2: yeah, and, you've been, and
0: you're talk,
1: you're going on like a twelve-hour day now. Like you'd have had an easier day if you went to work.
2: Yeah, but, it, but listen, it was enjoy enjoyable. We had a good time.
0: So how was the weather? It was super hot that day, wasn't it?
2: No, actually, compared. So the year before it was extremely hot. It was it was hot, but it was like 85, 90 degrees. It wasn't Don't unbearable.
0: Okay, yeah,
2: and when didn't... we make a ton of you know, we stayed
0: hydrated. Are you allowed to bring drinks in there? I forget. Or do you have to empty, yeah. your, empty your pockets and, uh, can't bring a thing in there, but your money.
2: Yeah, that's it. Just right. money. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go.
1: it's funny cause the, with riot fest, obviously it's in Chicago and the weather plays such a huge part. The last year we went was the famous replacements year where it rained and poured and the whole place just became a mud hole. You couldn't yeah. even move around. And, and it was, it was just a nightmare So, yeah, if the weather doesn't cooperate, man, it sucks.
2: Yeah, they don't, while there is cover for the artists, um, you know, on the stage, there isn't any cover out in the festival area. And so when it rains, it rains. And you're right, Tom, I was at that show because the Replacements are one of my favorite bands of all time. And so I'm going to go them wherever they're playing. And, yeah, it was a giant mud pit by the time they went on.
1: <laughs> even even Friday was already a mud pit, but yeah, that, and they played on Sunday nights. So you can imagine,
0: Jesus, yeah. what yeah, stuff! It,
1: it was a nightmare. Damn. So you go home, you take a little nap, and you get up and do it again, huh?
2: Yep, yeah. Although we did, we went, we went an hour later this time. <laughs> We're <laughs> Like we don't need to be there this early. We've already checked in, but it was very important for me to get there by eleven because I wanted to be right up front for the noon first band going on because I had to see Total Chaos again.
3: Oh,
4: Jesus. Is that
2: right? Did they play at new? Oh, that's that's where you lost your tooth. We know
1: now. That's, you wanted to fit in with those guys. I bet. You, I hope you didn't take a shower or wear deodorant either.
2: Oh my god! I will tell you though, it was so funny taking pictures of the crowd in that group because first off, all I could think of was by the end of the day, the people who were in all that leather and studs by ten people ah. they had to smell so bad. Pretty
1: ripe, yeah, pretty ripe. But there was Well, some, yeah, but here's the good thing about that, Alan, is the people who are dressed like that. All the punk bands are done by four o'clock in the afternoon. They probably went home. <laughs> <as>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right? A big Rock. Band. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was it was really cool because I'll tell you. So we got there, and this father with his wife and two kids, and maybe one. The, the boy was probably like sixteen, seventeen. The daughter was probably like fourteen. He was probably in his late forties, and they were playing this game where they were like. You know how people play, like, uh, uh, license plate bingo where you're, like, when you're on a long trip and you're identifying, you know, oh, yeah. there's one. For me, there's oh, yeah. One. They were doing that with band T-shirts. And and they were like, oh, wow, that guy, because I actually had an adolescent shirt on. And they're like, oh, that's the first adolescent shirt we've seen at the festival. And um, so it was cool seeing them. But then when Total Chaos came on, the father kind of pushed the kids to the side. And he jumped into the middle and was just dancing <laughs> Slamming at everybody, and it was so weird seeing this like older guy just going nuts. And I was like, "Well, he, this is how he lets his hair down. He's having a great time, you know."
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> or puts his hair up, as it were. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was it. Was they were? I will tell you, they were better at Riot Fest than they were when we saw them in display. I don't
1: hate Total Chaos. Once again, I'm being diplomatic, but I don't hate them. But like a half hour is fine. Yeah, Even yeah. Though they played Green Rapids.
0: <laughs> I think about 12 minutes Grand Grand
1: would be Rapids. fine. <laughs> well, you know, the Exploited Tour obviously got canceled. The Exploited were supposed to play Riot Fest on Saturday. That's right. Yep. And the whole tour got canceled. They still played. The, uh, so Total Chaos did headline the pyramid scheme right here in Grand Rapids, and I did not make it, Neil. you would be sad to know.
0: Oh, dear. Well,
2: here who they got to replace the Exploited? Because it was not Yeah, CSOL. Yeah. yeah. We got to see TSOL later in the Which day.
1: Which is I cool. Think. Listen, man, I love TSOL. As a matter of fact, I like TSOL more than Exploited. But I've seen TSOL like ten times. I've never seen the frickin' Exploited.
2: <laughs> and I'm going to bet you never will. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> oh, the, oh, boy. Is, did you hear? He's, it,
1: they, th- they were afraid he had cancer on top of his heart problems. Waddy. Turns out it was a false alarm. <laughs> They're going to reschedule these shows. I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to freaking kill him. I'm going uh. to... I go. think you I think you got to try and get him on for an interview. Oh, dude! Nobody could. we couldn't even understand enough to ask questions. You ever hear that
0: guy talk? <laughs> Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Yeah, out of control. Oh, out of control. Sounds like I'm a dead trout. Yeah,
1: those Scottish guys, man. <laughs>
0: anyway, yeah,
1: it, it, that's, that's. I'm. I, I'm glad you went and saw them. Total chaos right, needs your so support. He-
0: Hey, so hold on, sec, hold on a second, Hold on a second. Hold a second. So, did you did you interview Total Chaos? Did they get Did, no, they, did they spread the Total Chaos Anarchy to you?
2: <laughs> here's my only complaint about about this whole thing. You know, so they they give us the contacts for the media, their media people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if some of them, some bands, we don't get it. Like for Foo Fighters, there was nobody listed because obviously they're not going to do any media with you know, like they talk to people, but I think they talk to people from like. Um, 2020 and, and People Magazine. and Rolling
1: Stone, of, yeah. Right.
2: They're not going to talk with Goldmine. But Total Chaos, their marketing person, was on there. So I reached out to him. I sent him two different emails. <laughs> Nothing. Not. <laughs> not That's because they're anarchists, man. <laughs> I right. <you> know, <laughs> don't want to do an interview, but why even list your name then? If, if you're not going to at least respond and just say no, then don't be on the list. I, that I don't get. So. <laughs>
0: Bunch of silly old fools.
2: <laughs> anyway, all right. So you asked a question earlier about did anybody like upset me or anybody like, and no, really, everybody's in good spirits. But I had the opportunity to be in the press tent when Corey Feldman came in. Oh fuck's oh, sake! No. What a
0: fucking disaster!
2: <laughs> oh man, um, and and he was so nice in talking to people, and 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 the and I didn't get to do an interview with him. But the people who did interviews with him, and again, we're talking our, our bigger level magazines, um, sure. but he was in gold shoes, gold pants, gold jacket. He was yelling at his management because they didn't have his t-shirts out for sale in the merch tab. And and it was it was bad. And then anybody who actually went to his set. Because I talked to people after I did not go to his set he said it was just so sad. So I don't get what he's trying to do with his music. if you want if you if if you're into it, go for it it to me did not connect
0: Well,
1: well why, why is riotfest I mean it's such a novelty even as a booking right?
0: That's Riot Fest trying I mean, to be wacky there's and no way
1: there's no way having him there brought one extra person to the festival right? No, they'd bring out the curious to see him if they're already there. But I fucking, can't imagine, well, like, hey, yeah. I'm going to buy a $300 weekend pass to go see freaking Corey Feldman.
0: Yeah, so a fucking train wreck, right? A human train I wreck.
1: I mean, once again, if he were playing in Chicago, he's not playing even the Vic, right? He's playing the like the freaking the, the, the little <laughs> dump where they sell steaks or whatever that meat market place.
0: <laughs> yeah, chop it. Yeah, chop yeah. chop. Yeah, chop chop. Yeah, the chop chop. Yeah.
1: yeah, chop, yeah, chop, yeah. Chop, yeah. I don't got to have him. your mask <laughs> and your vaccine to get in there to see him.
2: I don't even see him selling out the chop shop. I mean, I just don't get it. But I do think people, there is something to be said about you know, hey, I got to see Corey Feldman. I mean, I don't care about his music. What I like, you know, to me, that's the Goonies and that's all the. There's a lot of good movies that he was in when I, you know, when I
1: absolutely man, yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't redeem his music. But no, no, right. But you're, I mean, you'd be better off like having him sign something for you at Comic Con or something.
0: He, uh, people are going to see the train wreck, and he wouldn't be playing Chop Shop. He wouldn't play, be playing anywhere in Chicago. He's more likely to play the Hammond Casino. That's where. No, that's, dude,
1: he'd, that's, he'd, he'd be at that. Uh, he'd be out in Joliet, or yeah, yeah, the place where the Dead Boys play.
0: No, no, I think he'd be a casino or something. House, yeah, yeah, the Brow House, yes, yes, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah okay. well, so before that, though, and I so have you guys ever heard of the band Drain? Yeah, hardcore band, California. Okay. So they, they they were a one o'clock band, and I wanted to go check them out, um, just because I did not know much about them. That's some hard edge stuff. That's some hard edge stuff, Alan. It's kind of yeah. impressing me here. Well, so I went over there to check them out, and and the music wasn't bad, but they started taunting the crowd. And they started telling the crowd, hey, there's only like three security here. You guys should take the stage. I want all of you up here Ah. on stage singing with me and jumping around. And you could see the crowd was like, sure, let's go for it. And security came down on that weed singer and they were yelling at him. And I am imagining that Drain will not be playing at Riot Fest ever again. (laughs) It was not a good scene.
1: Wow. Well they're tough guys. Now they go back to play in the Cobra Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> there
2: you go.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. It says Drain is a hardcore crossover band based out of Santa Cruz. Yeah, so California. Yeah. Hmm. Well there you go. Did you like them? Pretty,
1: pop, pretty popular for that style of music, which is not very popular.
0: They were okay. I mean, <laughs> how many they were people okay. how many people do they do they draw over there at the oh, test right stage?
2: Was it was, was packed. Jesus yeah. fuck they were on the radical stage and I bet there were at least five or 6,000 people there. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So as soon as I got done with that though, we went and talked with what I will say is the surprise band of the event. Now, again, I hadn't seen them play yet, but I did an interview with them and they're, um, a band out of England called high viz, uh, V I S English. Oh, yeah, they're English. Uh, um, don't hold that against them.
1: Um, well, there hasn't been a, there hasn't been any new English punk band since 1978. And, you know, I don't know how that could be. <laughs> See, that,
0: that, clearly, that's not true, and clearly, Tom is is making a joke for all the English fans over there, but uh, <laughs> who, who
1: are still living yeah. in 1978.
0: <laughs> None of our folks, I don't think. That's fair. Of no, our folks, I don't think so. It? They would
2: have abandoned us long ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're young, they're young guys. I think they've had two full albums. Um, I know they're working on a new album, but again another band that I was extremely impressed with and has a passion for record collecting and for and for music um, it's always nice to get to do an interview with a band who who really can talk about the bands before them and and kind of the path that those bands cleared like they're not like oh you know we just listen to you know YouTube and stuff like that I mean the I talked to the lead singer he's got a you know a, a decent sized record collection and and you can just tell that they were really excited to be here performing, and I think this was their first time in the United States. Hmm. Um, but check them out; um, they they were absolutely phenomenal. High viz.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, that leads us to another, that leads us to another song, actually, doesn't it?
0: Neil? It does. We do have a high viz song. Um, I don't know what this is. off. Hold on a second, because we picked the song. High. Uh, hold on. Said so fever dream is what we picked. And uh, let's see if we can find out what this is off of, so people can look it up if they like it. Um, Fever Dream is off their 2022 album called Blending. So uh, if you want to like it and want to pick that up, that's in numerous different kind of color variants. And uh, so yep. this is Hive viz with Fever Dream. <laughs> is there from are they from London, probably right, I'd imagine. Yeah, postponed uh, from London it says. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that was them with Fever Dream.
1: Uh well, as someone who occasionally has to wear high vis clothing I can tell you, man, you can pretty much walk in anywhere if you're wearing the right uh orange colored or green colored shirt. So
0: That's true. You really can actually yeah. Look like you know what you're doing, nobody yep. questions you. Yeah, you walk in with a screwdriver in your hands and a high vis vest on, you fucking get in anywhere.
1: Yep, and if anybody gives you a hard time, you
2: stab in the eye with the screwdriver. <laughs> All right, so where are we at? Why not? I'm sorry. Why not? <laughs> so when we got done with high vis I had to I had the opportunity to do an interview with one of the people what probably one of the one of the two people that, when I saw the list that came out, I was like, this is somebody I really would like to talk to. And so I had the opportunity to talk to Frank Turner. Well, um, you did? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's a pretty big name. And, and again, really nice guy. Signed some records, so we'll have some Frank Turner stuff to nice. give away here in Logansport, um, along with high viz and, uh, and fake names. But, um, you know, he did, he just completed, or just had completed earlier this year, um, 50 shows, in 50 states in 50 days and he was only the third person to ever complete that in the United States mm. um, i know i george Thorogood was one of them and i cannot remember who the other the first one was
1: yeah
2: he was the first brit to do it and so huh. you know we talked a little bit about that you know like why he did it where was the, where was the best fans where was the most difficult fans um, and then you know he ha- he has such a passion for the acoustic guitar, and we talked a little bit about you know doing punk music with an acoustic guitar. But the set that they performed, he was out there with his electric guitar, and, and they are really good. Really, I mean, he was playing electric guitar. I've seen him a bunch of times. I've never seen him with electric guitar. Yeah, neither had I. And and he had the electric guitar out there. Um, huh. And I'll tell you, his last album, that uh, Frank Turner HC, which I believe was the number two album in England last year um i i'll admit i missed it i had not hmm. i've had the opportunity to listen to it now and and i get it it's it's really good what was number one taylor swift <laughs> i i that i do i'd
0: like All to right. know i'd like to know where you get that stat exactly because somehow i'm not <laughs> believing that but uh, maybe it's but like okay. on the
2: alternative
1: maybe in like the alternative charts or something yes you know? in,
0: the, in the in the frank turner chart it was number one with a bullet
1: frank turner's mom he's number one <laughs> <laughs> no he's pretty he's popular man i mean he had an album out a few years ago called tape deck heart and it got college airplay i mean he's you know he's a known i guess i've seen a bunch of times he'll sell a couple thousand tickets on Grand Rapids on a random Tuesday night or whatever
2: yeah he was he was really good he's another one of those people that i would say go check it out go see it. Well, you, would, you, you wouldn't like it, Neil.
0: Well, not to give the game away, but when he wasn't he on a punk rock bowling, and didn't you say that you would rather poke yourself in the eye than see Frank Turner again? No,
1: no, I, I, I remember thinking, because he didn't have his band with him. <laughs> yeah,
0: Tom did say that, he's just being nice. Well, <laughs> I remember,
1: because yeah, it was, just, he, it was a two-man band, it was just him and his buddy yeah. playing acoustic. for whatever reason, I think there was some visa issues or something, because it was still kind of on the tail end of COVID nonsense. So was just he didn't have the Sleeping Souls. It was just him and one other dude. So it was not the energetic Sleeping Souls show that you
2: normally would see. Well, and there is the Sleeping Souls have a brand new album coming out. A soul, like, yeah, I album. saw it without without him. Yeah, without Frank. Huh.
1: Tom hmm. Trauma and the Sleeping Souls. You know that has a good ring to it. It? <laughs> it does. I can use I could use a new backing band. The one I have now is kind of slacking off.
0: Really Tom, nice. Tom, Tom Trauma and the Boring Souls is what <laughs> they're one Jesus. <laughs>
1: We're going electric, buddy. We're going full electric.
0: Yeah, you and Bob
2: Dylan both. So what's what's Frank Turner into? What does he collect? Is he a punk rock collector? Is he a full yeah. collector? Uh actually his the first his first albums that he got were Iron Maiden. He started, oh, nice. he started with the original Iron Maiden, and I think he's got every Iron Maiden album on, on vinyl, at least, huh. you know, from the eighties, you know, the, the important stuff. ones. Yeah, the important stuff. Um but no, he again, another person who was really excited to talk about the record collection and as a matter of fact he was the one person we had brought some copies of the magazine there and he was the one person who was like oh can I have a copy of this I, I want to you know I want to read it so he was like really into the fact that we were an actual print magazine and and he, thought, he-, he thought it was
1: a skin mag Neil.
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. but then he but then he saw he the it cover was
1: Forum. he's like man these stories don't go anywhere <laughs> yeah that's cool though that's no. real
0: cool but then he saw the cover with Jethro Tull on it and decided he didn't want to do the interview after <laughs> yeah, all yeah. <laughs>
1: No, that's cool, man. I like I said I got a little love for Frank Turner. Yeah, no, it was good.
0: Well we should probably um, we should probably play a Frank Turner song then, right? Do we have one on the list? We do. Frank Excellent. Turner and the Sleeping Souls with non Servium. Is that off that new record? Do you know it is. Okay. Yep.
1: What does that mean? Who's who speaks Greek? Or Latin or whatever it is? <laughs> it's all Greek to me. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it means uh Neil
1: had to Neil's so old he had to study Latin in high school. What is it, Neil?
0: Um, it means I hate everybody I think is what it means.
1: I think it means I'm not your slave or something like yeah. that if I had to guess
0: without I spit on your without, grave is what it Without knowing
1: any of the language at all I would say it's something like that.
0: Non Servium. All right, so this is off his new album FTHC and this is Frank Turner with Non Servium. <laughs> Okay, Frank Turner born when do you think he was born everybody take a guess
1: uh, he's younger than I am I bet I'm going to say 75 yeah I was going to say 78
0: 81
1: <laughs> holy cow I have socks older than that 28th
0: yet. of December 1981 in Bahrain how about that
1: Bahrain what part of England is that <laughs> That sounds like a country that's having a civil war right now. Yeah,
0: it does. Yeah, it does. It's probably a place you don't want to be, I would imagine, probably. Uh, right now. So uh, anyway, huh. let's get off of that one. Maybe
1: uh, he's an army brat or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, perhaps. All right. Yeah. Well, I know he's got – he actually has some royalty in him.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, every all... English person has <laughs> some royalty in them. <laughs> <laughs> Any of you, you, you ladies want some royalty in you?
0: you yeah. Just, Come see me. Come and set see me. Yes, I'm the king of hanky-panky. I was
2: wondering, <laughs> just wondering if we were going to make it through this episode without any cause for anybody to send any nasty letters, but I think we just... <laughs> oh, you it. don't know the half of it. You don't know the
1: half of it, Alan. You
2: don't
0: know the half
2: of it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes. That's the problem. You know, when when nobody was listening, then nobody complained, but now <laughs> the people are listening.
0: Yes, people listen to one episode and they're fucking like, so offended. Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: And then, and then our response to their being offended is almost certain to uh, offend tenfold the original <laughs> yeah. offense.
0: Yes, exactly, but exactly. We'll,
1: we'll, we'll conquer that on a different day. That episode is sitting in the can, just waiting to get us canceled. So. Yeah.
0: Yes. Excellent. So, sitting in the cancel pile. Okay, so Frank Turner was a good interview. Um, so who else played that day that you were excited about and that you saw?
2: Well. There weren't, after that, um, I mean, I, I I went and saw Pennywise, and I was excited about that, because um, I hadn't seen them before, but uh, there was a band that played right before Frank Turner that I'd heard a lot about, but I knew nothing about them, and I was like, all right, let's go check them out. A band called the Viagra Boys. I don't oh, know if my know.
0: God. Yeah. they' <laughs> I've heard of
2: them, but I've never, I've never heard of them.
0: Super big in uh, some certain indie circles. I know they played the Metro, and it sold out within like a fucking hour or something. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Everybody was going insane for this. And yeah. it's, it's kind of like emo punk, you know. Um, oh, that's our thing. Yeah. it, it was not <laughs> get me. enough. It wasn't for <laughs> me, but I will tell you that the people that were there were enjoying themselves. There's no doubt about it.
3: Yeah. Well, that's...
1: You kind of touched on that earlier, how it brings a different crowd than it used to. But, I mean, you know, I haven't been for several years. But even when we went, I noticed... There's a f- a crowd that I'll call the festival crowd that just love to go to music festivals, take drugs, get drunk, and they really don't care what kind of music it is. Right. So you got these weird yeah. people with like glow sticks that you just want to murder and they're dancing around a motorhead or something you're just like oh i just want to kill these people so much well here's
0: the thing it could be motorhead or it could be uh what's his name from fucking the goonies right yeah to them
1: how gay how gay gay do they dance Corey feldman they dance
0: (laughs) dance extremely gay (laughs) how much more gay could it be all it's right, once gay. again,
1: we're, we're referencing an episode that probably will come out after this one. I'm sorry, people. We're yes. making <laughs> your
0: yes. No, 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 but I did see footage of his set at Riot Fest. Yeah, and made, you, made and you
1: lose whatever faith you had left in humanity. Humanity,
0: yes. I, <laughs> never mind, I wasn't going to say it. But anyway, it was exactly like you described it, Tom. There was idiots dancing about like making a fake pit Ugh. and waving fucking yeah, glow sticks around. It was the I, worst I kind of you, humanity.
1: You know, we were we you know, we we complain about a lot of things, but what I, I gotta we? say, I gotta complain about these people who don't ever go to a punk show, so like they're like, Oh, we're watching a punk band, we're gonna have a mosh pit and it's just like it's like a novelty to them. Another group of people I just want to smash their heads in with a hammer. <laughs> we're moshing, look at us, we're moshing, and then it'll yeah. turn into a conga line or something and you're just like, Oh, I wish I had my <laughs> nine millimeter right now.
0: Yes, I'd be heading for the egg. <laughs> I would
1: send I would send you to your maker where you could dance for all eternity. <laughs>
0: Exit, exit, <laughs> heading for the exit. Uh, right. So, All Pennywise, right. Pennywise, tell us about Pennywise, there, buddy. Did uh, you no, enjoy I, it?
2: Yeah, I wasn't. I couldn't get that close to them, but they sounded good, and I enjoyed the music. And I was glad that we got over there because, like I said, I hadn't seen them before. Um, and that was that was actually the last band we went to that night. Now we we had, we had gone to see Death Cab for Cutie before that. So Death Cab went on at six fifty, and Pennywise went on at seven twenty-five. So we saw the beginning of Death Cab. So that. Death
1: Cab for Cutie, a huge indie rock, two thousand early two well late nineties,
2: early two thousands band, yeah. is playing at like six o'clock. Well, and, and that's because so the lead singer has two bands. He has Death Cab for Cutie, and then he also is in the Postal Service. Um, so I've heard po- of them. The Postal Service headline. So they were. So he played with Death Cab from. So are they 10.
1: bigger, or is it just because it's more of a scarcity thing? I wonder.
2: It's a scarcity thing. They postal service doesn't really tour, um, and they did they did a whole album play, and they played I think from eight thirty till ten o'clock. So, um, and the lead singer of Death Cab used to be married to, uh, oh god, the actress um,
1: Sigourney Weaver. No. Britt Brit Eklund.
2: No, no, no. L. From, Welsh. From uh, oh, who's that girl? It's Je- oh God, what's it? I can't even remember the name of the show. <laughs> uh, what the show from uh, the sixties? No, 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 no. It's uh, from the two thousands and two thousand tens. Anyway, look it up. You'll find out who he's married to. Maybe that should be a trivia question. But there you uh, go. ex-married. So, but he's a good writer but um that was it for the night and then we so did the postal service deliver
0: oh i see what uh. you did there yes
2: yeah i couldn't tell you and i can't tell you if the postman always rings twice because we did not brown. <laughs> <speak around.
0: laughs> very good very good
2: so, so
1: let, me, <laughs> let me say something about pennywise because i i kind of rib on pennywise but the truth of the matter is i've never gone out of my way to see pennywise but they're a big punk band big festival band they're a band that actually makes me insane because you'll see these big punk festivals, it'd be like X, Fear, Fang, and like five rungs up the ladder, Pennywise, and you're just like, why are they ahead of all these classic punk bands? And, but but they, the fact of the matter is, every time I've seen them, they put on a, they put on a good show. They have a heck of a lot of catchy songs. It's not particularly original. It it, it reminds me of I, they remind me of like I always say they're like Bad Religion's Dumber Tough. You know, very catchy. Punk rock really? songs. Well, so, and again, anyway, I don't think a, I really complimented as much as I meant to there, but
2: <laughs> well, they had a big crowd. I mean, again, it was probably ten thousand. You know, Jesus a good ten thousand people.
0: Fucking the- Christ!
2: I, I'm telling you, it was it was a lot of people, and it was later in the night. I mean, they had the 25 yeah. so they had a full hour to, to play.
0: <laughs> That's ugly. um so i have to so i have to ask so when you're going to this and you've got your press pass and all that kind of shit like what kind of thing does that give you is there a vip section where you're allowed to be or do you have to be out in with all the mongs and the masses
2: well so there is a vip section but that is not for the press um so there, there is an area in the back um that they set up for for the press and a lot of the people all the interviews that i do are done in that private area now it's still loud in there because you're pretty close to a stage, and so you are getting bleed from from the stage. Um, so that's my only complaint. But I have the app that I use to capture everything and then transcribe it for my interviews still works well even in that setting. Um, but it is kind of cool. Like you're doing an interview with with you know, well you're doing an interview with uh, with Frank Turner and and Corey Feldman walks by. You know, <laughs> you never know who you're going to see and and the, the cool thing is the bands themselves get a kick out of interacting with each other um, so it's, I can see that, that's cool yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool
0: do you get anything else free, do you get like free drinks or anything like that
2: yeah, there is um, water, beer Red Bull the official Riot Fest cola that you can get oh, uh, <laughs> for us um, but we always tip well and um But that's it, really. After that, when we go to see, when we go to check out a band, um, the photographer gets in the photography area for three songs, which is, it's an area between the stage and the first row, kind of. Yeah. Yep. And they're safe in that area because it gets a little rowdy. Um, But that's it. Once those three songs are done and we want to go take, you know, we want to go watch it, we have to go into the crowd.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm interesting okay so did you buy any merch or anything while you were there
2: i did i got a screaming females t-shirt i picked up a cory
0: feldman t-shirt
2: he actually got the gold lame yeah he got
0: his pants his shirt
2: shirt and i got a frank turner shirt so those were the three i supported i wanted to get parliament a parliament funkadelic shirt i just thought it would be really cool because what else am i ever going to get this and they had no merch there. Not a single thing.
0: Hmm. I'm, oh, sure a Ed, I'm sure you can go on Etsy and get a Parliament phone. Sure.
1: He's probably got him in his trunk. It's like, I'm not paying these cuts. I'm not paying the venue 10%. Yeah. Get that,
0: yeah, go and give him some weed and he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> did, we, did we play a Pennywise song? We didn't. Let's play, play one. one. Yeah. So I think we decided on. Wouldn't it be nice? I don't know what that what album that's off of. I'm not a Pennywise fan. What What do you think? That it? is
1: off Pet Sounds.
0: <laughs> Had <laughs> me for a I second. Took, guys, me a balloons second. Balloons yeah, <laughs> took me a second. Yeah, it took me a second. Yeah, <laughs> See, it's funny. Know. It's funny. You. Know s- it's funny about. you say that because actually, as you said that, I'm looking at the singer from um, Death Cab for Cutie. I'm looking at his picture yeah. on Discogs, and he looks like he could actually be in the Beach Boys.
1: Who's he married to, Neil? Who He's was he married to,
0: to? Zoe Zoo- Deschanel. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah, the chick from Elf.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's cute in that, man. She's yeah.
1: She was. It was new. Girl. Was it new girl? New girl. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, my man.
0: daughter's obsessed with that. I've never actually seen it, but I've never seen the. Yeah.
1: Huh.
0: Okay. Yeah. But for the for the hate mail check, yeah, she's very bangable. How's that?
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's uh, Neil and I only have two categories of women: yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we might be we, we maybe we're maybe we're self-destructing intentionally, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> like we've had
0: enough of this. No, because I can I can guarantee that ninety percent of the audience are laughing along with us.
1: That's um, true. That's all
0: true. right. I mean, so I
1: mean, we gotta have a few Howard Stern fan stragglers,
3: right?
0: Dude, I've been listening to Howard Stern a lot. I hadn't listened to Stern in decades, and now I have Sirius in my car. I'm listening to Stern every morning, and he's still he's such a pinko now, though. Oh, dude, when he's doing like the impressions of his mom and dad and stuff, it just has me in <laughs> stitches while I'm driving in. You know, so like some of the sex stuff. Now he's like close to seventy. It's a bit. It's a bit off, but um, yeah. When he does some of the other stuff, it's still fucking hysterical. You know, you're
1: sixty. I mean, you still like sex stuff. I mean, do you think you're going to be off of it when you're seventy? I
3: mean, he had a
0: a guy come in today because today because it's October. It's Cocktober, and oh no, and and they have he has a different guy every day coming in, showing off the size of his wang. So it's like Ah. stuff like that. It it just I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's just something for everybody there. I guess some for (laughs) rubbing quivers. Uh,
1: Alan's like you know. I work for a professional magazine I don't really yes. sign up for this nonsense <laughs> yes. but he does, he
0: knows but it's so funny with his toothpaste that he looks like a fucking hockey player it's so funny <laughs> it's so funny alright, Pennywise, wouldn't it be nice <laughs> <laughs> pennywise fans what album tom seriously now what album do you know what pennywise album that's off of no okay well that's great it's,
1: <laughs> a, it's so it's so funny we got dr Disc here like, he's just he's gonna be going you know if i wanted to be abused i would have just if i wanted to be abused on a random monday night
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, yeah right <laughs> i look forward to our discussions
1: <laughs> <laughs> you knew you knew we were a snake when you agreed to come on exactly hey,
2: yeah, like I said, I've already signed up to help next year for Gogan uh, Sports. So. Oh, we have a date for that, man. That should be real yeah. cool. In, in for penny in for a pound. That's it. You know, it's so close. Joey
1: and Ron and I, our birthdays are only one day apart. So it's like, oh, man, this is going to be my annual birthday bash.
0: Oh, there you go. Oh. Okay, so Pennywise, that song, <laughs> I guess I chose what kind of Pennywise fans we are. I guess it's the first song off of the classic first album. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Was the first album just called Pennywise with that weird PW logo? Well, that's it. Yeah, 1992, Pennywise, the first song. (laughs)
1: It's funny. It's funny. You talk about, like, synergy. I just watched the second part of, like, that newest It that came out a few years ago.
0: It? Oh, the stupid fucking clown clown thing? That's Pennywise, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pennywise the
1: dancing clown. He Uh, eats children's
0: faces. Yeah, I think the Dickies' Killer Clowns from Outer Space is better than that.
1: I wish I had that. I could see. I could use Pennywise. I bring him to the show with me when I see these guys with the glow sticks. I'm just like, go eat that guy's head. Go eat that guy's head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Howard Stern. All um, right.
1: <laughs> all right. So, okay. So that's that. Got you through Saturday. Well, hold now, on. A sec, hold so, on a second. How, how, no, how,
0: how did it? I thought you were all about the adolescence. Oh, it was a different show. Never mind. Sorry. Different day. Different. Okay. No, no, okay. Different so venue. Let's,
1: you know, let's talk about that. But let's wrap up what happened. So. Yeah. We didn't even know what happened on Sunday, but apparently Sunday was a debacle, and you got the inside scoop. So, well, us, no, what happened on Sunday?
2: Yeah, I, it's my scoop. It's my own insight. So, got up. Don't Sunday. say don't.
1: Hey, listen, don't say anything that'll keep you off the guest list for next year. No, <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> my, you know, my decision. But we got up that morning, and it was raining, and like Tom said, we knew that it was going to be nasty because it had already rained a little. On Saturday, not a lot, but a little, um, and my photographer and I were just kind of wiped out. And then they canceled, so we got we got an email right away saying, you know, everybody hold off, no one come out. We're it, we're in a delay, and then we got a notification that we're gonna they're gonna start up again at two o'clock, and all the bands that were supposed to perform before that, were just canceling them. So <laughs> rather than trying to adjust and push people back and because and, obviously they they can't take the festival any later into the night because the community you really get a sense that the community is not happy that Riot Fest is at Douglas Park I mean they are protesting against this festival every year
1: Oh the only reason um, it's there is because the aldermen are crooked and they're taking bribes
2: well, listen, Riot, Take it for me, I, that's how I, Chicago politics work I will say Riot Fest does an awful lot for the community I mean they they, they do a lot of fundraising for that community. They do, they give out free tickets to people in that community. They had a whole vendor area set up this year.
1: You know, do you think uh, the people in that community are big into that style of music? No! <laughs> no. They're,
0: they're, they're mugging the people coming out. I,
2: I, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, I want to kill the glow stick guys, they're just stealing their <laughs>
0: I'm do, sorry, come on.
2: I was just going to say, I do think that Riot Fest does everything they can to appease the community. Uh, no yeah. matter what going to be you're going to upset
0: people
1: (laughs) when they were at that other park before i know that was like a puerto rican little puerto rico they were (laughs) always fighting with the uh, the neighbors always causing problems you'd think they'd be happy to bring some you know dough into the
2: community but that's right and and because there are there when you walk out of that venue there are a lot of people selling a lot of stuff as you're walking up and down the street so there there are people making money off of riot fest and, and the fact that Riot Fest is there, and there are a lot of unofficial Riot Fest t-shirts you can buy. Ah, yes. All around the venue, so... Love it. Yeah, but anyway, we decided we just decided not to go. As much as I wanted to see The Cure, which was, by the way, the, about the only band on Sunday, I really So they about.
1: were the Sunday closer. Okay, yeah. it was The Cure. Okay.
2: Yeah. I just, I was like, you know what, I saw them when they were really good. I saw them on the Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me tour back in, like, 80s... Oh, late 80s, yeah, yeah. 88, 89. Um... I didn't need to see this version of them.
1: They played, so The Cure played, I think it was that same year The Descendants played. They have played Riot Fest before I saw them. They played a like two and a half hour sets.
2: Yeah. I, but mean, I saw
1: them at Riot Fest years they're ago. They're a good
2: band, but. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't worth it for me to get all muddy and, and just be uncomfortable all day long just to see them. So you didn't have any interviews lined up? I had one and I ended up just canceling it. It wasn't anything that I was that excited about um, because it was actually a band that I had done an interview with last year ah, Gotcha. One of, one of the few bands that was actually don't there don't make t- him say don't make him say no. why not yeah I can't I can't tell you who it is because he said he wasn't that excited about it that'd be kind of a dick move wouldn't it well no
0: because he interviewed them last year that's why he said that
2: well they were they, they're they a uh, another so-called super group oh bloody hell i'll just leave <laughs>
0: supercar or whatever the fuck there was no bank super supercars super right? once
1: again neil traveling wheelberries traveling, traveling dingleberries
0: wheelbarrows. yes <laughs> the dingleberries that's it
1: traveling. <laughs> they were gonna get roy orbison turns out he was predisposed
0: yeah <laughs> and George so that, george harrison too right yeah and tom yeah, petty george, holy shit they're all dead
2: bob, bob dylan tom petty jeff lynn last man standing yeah, right jeff lynn
0: yeah well, I bet it's hey, Bob, Dylan. Bob Dylan's me? still alive, right? Is Bob Dylan are in sh- there?
1: Are you sure?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's no. still
1: touring, and it's like it's like name that tune with some of the most popular songs ever written. You can't even understand what he's doing. No, I could actually tell you were doing Blowing in the Wind there when he sings <laughs> it. You can't even tell enough of the tune to know what he's playing. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, Alan, or Dr. Disc, once again, we're stepping all over you here. Yeah,
0: we are. No,
2: no, it's it's all good, all good.
0: So, enjoy, so, okay, you talked about just about them, uh, the neighbors not being happy, so didn't I hear that that's the last year in Douglas Park, that they've been kicked out?
2: Every year they've been saying that, I don't know, I, I hope not, I mean, listen, again, it's not a festival for everybody, and I'm not saying everybody has to go, but it's a good, it's, you know, it's a good place for me to get to do a lot of interviews. And so, selfishly, I hope they continue for as long as they can go. Uh, what What's the park it's in now called? Douglas Park. I mean, Maybe are they little- ready
1: to make the leap to, like, Grant Park? Because they can handle it there, right? Uh, that's where Lollapalooza I, I, is. That, that has, like, 100,000 people there.
2: Yeah, well, that's where they do Lollapalooza is that That's what I'm saying. They can handle it there. Yeah, but I, I would imagine the cost is... Uh, is ridiculous. I mean, I say, let's move them out to Arlington Park now that the Bears are going to be playing there. Oh, there There you go.
0: go. Yeah.
1: Well, listen, I I remember going to my first Riot Fest, outside Riot Fest, years and years and years ago, looking at it going, they got a million dollars worth of stage rentals here. Millions of dollars worth of fence around this place. I mean, just to build the facilities is millions of dollars. This is not this this makes Punk Rock Bowling look like a, look like, you know, Mom's Basement Fest.
0: Makes it look like Punk Rock. What the heck? I (laughs) think
2: From some somebody or s- somewhere, I heard that like Riot Fest is one of the top, like five, punk festivals, out there going. It's gotta I mean, be in the world I, though. It's gotta I, be the biggest one in the U.S. It's yeah, gotta. I use the term punk loosely, but still, I mean. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a
0: music... No, not, let's stop. Shit. Let's stop that. Let, let, let's all stop with that nonsense. It's a music festival. It's not a punk festival.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, <even> funny. <laughs> it's funny because
1: it might be bigger than Rebellion because Rebellion, the big rooms only hold a couple thousand people, right? You know, maybe five, six thousand people. Right, I but, mentioned there's more people at the ground at Riot Fest.
0: Yeah, but that's a true punk festival. All they have is punk bands.
1: I mean, I guess, if you think the Levelers are a punk band. Well,
0: <laughs> they're more, it's, it's more an punk, an punk than fucking English. Corey Feldman.
1: <laughs> it's an old man English... You know what? I, I get it. It is. It's more punk. You're, you're right. It's definitely more focused on punk then riot fest doesn't really bill itself as a punk fest anymore. They just, you know, it's just, we're, we're we can't get over it. You know? Right. Yes, but. indeed. So anyway, anyway, so enough riot fest stuff. Why don't you tell us about your other venture? Okay. Yeah. You another like adventure. A lot more fun actually. Like I would take this trip over to the riot fest weekend any day of the week.
2: Well, yeah, I had, I had the opportunity. Um, so I think we talked previously about, um, how much I enjoyed the bull weevils and yep. their, their new album that came out this year. Well, they, um, I'm also obviously a big fan of Dr. Strange records. And I think yep. we've got that. And so, uh, you're Bill, kind of pals. You're kind of pals with the yeah, strange Bill, yeah. Bill is the owner. And so Bill reached out to me and said, listen, I'm going to bring, I'm bringing out the bull weevils, uh, to do a show. You should come out. Uh, cause he's no, he knows I've been wanting to get out there and see his store. And he said, and the adolescents are going to be headlining and, I've wanted to see the Adolescents for a long time, and he said, "I'll tell you what, I can even probably set it up so that you can sit down and talk with Tony, the lead singer of the Adolescents, who I believe is the only original member." He is. He is anymore. yeah. So, yep. um, so um, I was able to go out there. Spent three days out there. Uh,
0: this was L.A., right?
2: Yeah. Went out. Well, it's 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 west of or east of L.A. Um, about a half hour, um, but it was the venue was amazing. Um, got was to, it a theater or a club or what was the? Th- what oh was the no, venue? it was it was, it's a brand new area that's opened up that is like a food court. But next, like the mall, to,
1: Neil, like the mall. Well, <laughs> no,
2: Attached to this food court is this giant room that the owner huh. created that can do shows. Huh. Uh, and so it th- it was a fairly small stage. Um, but the energy was so good in there. I mean, uh, we talk about like 500 people, a thousand people, Five hundred. I, I mean, no, I would think you could probably get 2000 people in the room. Oh, okay. So it's decent size. Okay. Yeah. Decent size. Um, got to see power Flex five, um, who was, I think the third band that played the first two bands. I didn't really care. I mean, you know, they were good, but just, I didn't connect with them, but power Flex five is Steve Alba's band. And I know, hmm. I know that, um, Neil is a fan of of Steve, and Steve sings and plays guitar, and they do a lot of surfy style music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did they do a um, um, oh god, I'm trying to remember the damn song that they do a version of um, neat neat neat. They do a okay. really cool ah. version of neat neat. And if you if you can check them out, check out Powerflex Five, and um, y- you will not be disappointed. But then the Bull Weevils played,
0: and that for me- a lot of let me just go in there a second. So, so for those that don't know, Steve Alba, a professional skateboarder, him and his brother Mickey, uh, rode for Santa Cruz. And they, he's been a professional since the mid-70s, I believe. So uh, wow. mid, mid to late 70s. So yeah, he's, he's getting up there. I mean, Steve's probably my age, if not a, if not a little bit older. Um, but yeah, he's been doing the PowerFlex 5 for a while. And PowerFlex uh, Power 5 was actually the name of a skateboard wheel in the 70s. So that's where that oh. name, com- that's where gotcha. the name comes from.
2: Okay. The cool thing is and neil i think i sent you a picture at the show but his all his guitar pedals
0: mm-hmm.
2: are on top of a skateboard
0: oh there you go yeah that
2: he rolled out on stage and <laughs> um and he, and he was skateboarding in the venue as the bands were setting up i mean he still rides pools i yeah, mean he does he fought, yeah he does he still rides i mean the guy's amazing oh. and but he but he, all of these bands made themselves fully accessible to to all the fans that were there it was really nice um So then, so after they played the bull weevils played and for a lot of people, this was the first time they'd ever seen the bull weevils in California. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been a long time since they'd been out there last and, and Daryl and the group just tore the place up. It was amazing as good as they were. When I've seen them in Chicago, Daryl was on a level. I mean, it was just, it was so fun getting to see them and seeing all these California people kind of appreciate what I've always known, you know, living in Chicago, about how amazing the bull weevils are. And then the adolescents played. And they played for probably an hour. And they played all their hits. And and sounded really good. Um, Tony. Because uh, I think you touched on this Tom. When you saw him. Uh, Tony was in his face mask. In a mask the whole show. Did you ask about it? I didn't. Because when I did the interview with him. Earlier the, the day before. We didn't even touch on that. Um, Was he he wearing it when you interviewed him? No, no. And it was really cool. I mean, he invited me over to his house. We sat on the front porch. Oh, is that right? Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. And he signed a bunch of records. Um, So we got a lot of adolescence records to give away uh, when when, when we're together. Um, And then I have one that we can give away even today. Uh, So we can do a a giveaway on uh, Punk Till I Die.
1: That's awesome. A signed adolescence record.
2: Yep, the new one. The brand new one, Caesar Salad Days. So the new record is an interesting thing, and I always
1: bitch about these kind of records, but I haven't heard it, so it might be excellent. But they re-recorded a bunch of classic stuff. Did they is it like first album, like blue record stuff, or is it like more obscure stuff, I wonder? Because like the blue record you could still get.
2: And it's obviously that's
1: like the classic, but
2: No, there's some songs off of the Blue Record, um, but it's a lot of their bigger hits too. Mm. Um yeah, you know OC. Once again, in. once again, hits in the punk
0: realm right. of the Kiss, word right. hits. I heard it was number one in England
1: This week, moving up to number twenty-two on the charts,
2: we have these this new Southern California combo, <laughs> the Adolescents. Yeah. But you know, they sound they sounded really good. I mean, yeah, they're, they're good, man. They're real good. I saw them this summer too. Yeah, yeah, they're not a bunch of young guys. They're probably a lot around the age of that. Were, well. I mean, Tony's the oldest. The
1: next most famous guy in the band now is Brad Logan, the bass player from Leftover Crack. He used to play Leftover Crack.
2: Well, there goes my trivia question. <laughs> oh shoot! I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. You there, want, you, me, there
0: you go, we, people. Now you can hey, see. You
2: know what? We, can, we can cut that out. We can edit that out. No, no, no. Leave it in. Leave it in. I'll come up with something different. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All
0: right, so, guys, well, I'm so, the
2: spot. I'm sorry, dude. So
0: <laughs> l- let me let me interject a second. So. The only the only adolescence album I know is the Blue album, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So looking at this Caesar Salad Days record, you tell me which of these are old songs we recorded because I've never heard of most of these. Operation FTW. Don't know that one. Oh, that oh, one. I don't believe. OC Confidential. Yes. See Riot. that
2: was from a
1: that was from. It wasn't from the Blue album, but I, I do recognize that song title. Yep.
0: Riot on the beach. Yes. Mm, no. Fifty. Yeah,
1: that's a. That's a redo. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying they're not from the Blue Album. None of them are from the Blue Album so far.
0: Fifty-one, fifty or Fight.
1: That's a redo. Don't know it?
0: Brats in Battalions, yes. Okay,
1: that was the title track for their second album, which came out much later than the first one. I want to say it was like 88. Hmm. But it's a great album. Most of those bands' second albums stunk, but that's a great album.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just Do the Eddie, Just Because, Lost on Highway 39, Queen of the Nile, Lockdown America, Escape from Planet Fuck, Forever Summer, Big Rock Shock, Surf City USA, Pointless Teenage Anthem. See, these, I mean, I know they've put out a lot of albums, so I'm assuming these are old songs from some of those other albums, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not there, like, well, that's good, though, because, okay, because here's the thing, nobody knows those songs as much, you don't want to hear re-recorded versions of the Blue Album stuff anyway, right? So I think that's probably, I don't know, give people a chance to hear some songs from your catalog, other than that, I think that's all right. I'm okay with it. I'm officially giving it my <laughs> seal of
0: approval. It's giving the Tom seal of approval. Okay, there you go. Exactly. You
1: know, you know that, and fifty cents will get you half a candy bar. Neil. There you go. The Tom seal of approval.
0: There you go. So yeah, because they have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Jesus Christ. Yo, yeah, they keep putting out albums. They never stopped. Yeah, they did. They got like twelve albums,
2: and they're and they're and they're pretty good. Some the ones of I have work. later ones are good some of their artwork is very creative um hopefully my editor will run the story pretty soon and you guys can all read because tony tony is a very intelligent guy who who gave a really good interview and um hopefully we'll get that posted soon so
1: well excellent man so did you come up with a new trivia question yet or you want us to edit it
2: no i got i got a question i mean we're going to make it easy for everybody so um okay the way you're going to win is it's the first person who will reach out to me on Instagram at doc, D-O-C, underscore disc, D-I-S-C. So, D-O-C, underscore D-I-S-C, doc disc, um, with the answer of how many members are currently in the band, The Adolescents. So, that's a softball, the first person who uh, who sends that message to me on Instagram will win the album, and I'll let you guys know who it is so we can harass them uh you can at least harass him by name
1: that'd be great because like th- this episode will probably sit here for like a month before it gets put up <laughs> and people just start people just start uh uh instagramming you would be like what what is this why are they sending me why are they sending me the number 11 on yeah.
2: instagram
0: yeah you'll have to mention punk till i die in the uh, nice. in the answer first oh, and go. then yeah, yeah.
2: Punk, you gotta say punk till i die and the number of members that are in the band yes yes
0: indeed yeah
2: Yes. And you have to send Tom a picture of your dick. (laughs) No, you have to send Tom a picture of your member. Yes. uh, However many members you think are in the band.
0: (laughs) So okay. So you went to that show, and then you actually did you go to the uh, did you go to the record store?
2: Oh, I hung out at the record store for on two different days. um, Now you had you had you never been there? I thought I thought you had already been to that record store. No, I had never been there. Um, I got connected with them during COVID. Oh, okay. And through their live strange which they do every wednesday and Friday. oh yeah yeah. I've seen those, yeah yep um and uh my record collection has really benefited from connecting with with bill and dr strange um it was great seeing all the people i mean again i had never been there before and by that concert that night all the people that worked at the store were treating me just like a regular one of the guys and it was really nice and i'll tell you it was it was really cool getting to hang with the with the bull weevils um i was helping you know anything they needed i was like their go-to person you know daryl needed water i grabbed him water if they needed something to hang something up i was helping so it was cool getting to be there and do that kind of thing um they're just nice people they really are you know i had to remind myself stop being a fanboy. Um, they're, <laughs> they're just regular guys but man do they put out some great music so unfortunately you said you're not going to be around for t1 right no, I am. I'm going to. I'm going to day three.
1: I'll be there. Oh, you me. are going to day three. Okay, so you can hang out with, you can hang out with Neil on day three. I think we're probably going to be at day two for sure.
0: Oh, you are coming in. Great, Tom.
1: Yeah, I think I think we're to come in. You want to meet on Friday?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to do Friday. I, I wasn't sure about Saturday, but I'm definitely Friday. Oh, I gonna thought you were
1: going Saturday. Oh, okay. No. Well, Scott wants to do Thursday also. I'm trying to figure that out.
2: Saturday's a special night, man. Yes. Yeah,
1: so, no. Saturday's great. I just I can't do Saturday. I have a commitment. I just can't. I can't do it. So, I wasn't going to be able to do it at all, but since you know the exploited canceled, I got a little extra wiggle room. i mean, we're
2: going to are you gonna get to see two guys from Teen Idols, right? Yeah, I never I really listened to Teen Idols. I got to tell you, I'm sure they're great. I just never really listened to them. And I'm excited. I'm just excited to kind of see the the supergroup they put together to oh, play with.
0: Fucking it, I'll stop it with the <laughs> supergroup nonsense. Jesus
2: <laughs> Christ. <laughs> That's it. You heard
1: it here first.
0: Neil's officially anti-supergroup. <laughs> well, the supergroups... Okay, so we, uh, you know... I mean, you seem very excited. You know it's not the Teen Idols from Henry Rollins days, right? Right. No, I know oh, it's
1: okay. no, Idols. It's, di- it's the different Idols.
0: Well, I yeah, know. I'm just saying. I'm making sure that Alan understood that He's not going to see Yeah. Henry Rollins from- there. I mean Ian McKay and stuff, you know. Ian yeah. McKay, yeah. yeah. Ian McKay, uh, Jeff Nelson, yeah. Uh, what was Rowland's band was SOA. SOA, yeah, State of Alert, yep. yeah, that's right. State of Alert, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Garfield.
1: Um yeah, Henry I Garfield. I I would uh the Saturday lineup is killer. Like I said, I just I can't do Saturday, but yeah, I think we're gonna end up doing at least Friday. Um Friday's got a killer lineup too. I've actually never seen the Raging Nathans. I've never seen uh there's a couple of bands on there I've never seen. A couple of bands I look forward to seeing again.
2: Um, most of most everything I've
1: seen there multiple times. But
2: uh, yeah, I want to do I want to do an interview with Raging Nathan's and I've connected with them. But I'm hoping they're going to stick around till Saturday. But if not, I'll probably try and do a phone interview with them.
0: They're so Josh, busy. Josh they're, is a good dude. They're, they're so busy. Yeah. They're, they're probably recording like two albums that night. And doing, and doing three yeah, more shows yeah. you know
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know that's the thing because i'm sure a lot of the bands would love to hang out for another day but these guys got to be on the road you know they just these are not you know these are people who are hard-working people make a hard you know work hard just to not even you know barely make a living so i don't know of course josh has got his like smoke shop to fall back on
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's fucking head <laughs> shop. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, where, where, saying, where, funnily enough, he sells glow sticks. So it's all, it all comes yeah, full circle. Yeah,
1: he sells them to, fe- to festival bros. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Indeed, bros. So so bros. What, where,
1: no, go ahead. Oh, so we were going to play a new adolescent song.
0: Well, the Bratzian Battalion is the new version of it, right? Yeah.
1: Okay, the new version of Bratzian so Let's see if we can tell the difference. So the funny thing is now, obviously, recording technology is much better. The band might actually be better than it was back in the day. But it's amazing how hard it is to recapture that magic, right? Indeed. So let's, let's check it out. Let's check out the re-recorded version of Bratz Battalion see what we think.
0: Uh, and that was the new version of Brats in Battalions by The Adolescents. Let us know what you think. Old version better or new version better? Yes. Yes, indeed. That's a quiz for everybody.
2: <laughs> and you can- if you're unhappy with the new version, send a picture of your member to Tom. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Alan's really getting in the spirit of this thing. Yeah, he I don't he's, think
0: he's, I like it. I liked it better
1: when he was I liked it better when he was more like a battered wife. He's
0: he's jumped in this whole <laughs> it's thing. Funny,
1: it's, funny, it's it's dude, it is. It's the tooth thing. He's like a hockey player yeah, now. Yeah.
0: It's like I'm not taking it anymore. I'm not taking it anymore. He's like, no. like Stern's biggest fan all of a sudden. No,
1: I, I I think actually what I think it is is we've had Alan on a number of times now and we podcast with him. So we have a level of comfort that yeah, he's broke through. He's pretty much part of the club. There's no mercy at this point. You've been on enough that we don't handle you like a guest anymore. You're more like a
0: buddy <laughs> that a, we're you know, at, the family. A good, Me- good. Which member. is where you want to be, really. That's where yeah. you want to be. He's a member of the <laughs> family, with the emphasis on member.
1: If I hear member one more time, I'm going to come kick you guys in your member. Dude, I'm off all now. I could drive dude, over. All
2: there. Of, to all of the faithful listeners, I will tell you that you should start saving your money now to join everybody in logan's port next year next year for the joy birthday it,
1: bash. yes but this is the even, social event of the season man
2: even without the bands that are playing just bonus pints and the people that are there and getting to hang with neil and tom and yep. all the crap that i'm gonna bring and give away it really is an amazing time and it's fun and, and i'm sure tom's a whole other collection of flexies that he'll have to pass out. <laughs> i'm working on it i got that one save for you though buddy i, I, I need that Moon. <laughs> We didn't even talk about the fact that she's expecting now. Yeah, what's what's going on with Susie? We Neil and
1: I haven't talked about that at all. Actually, it's kind of—I mean, I we're actually, not shocked. She always seemed like she was kind of ready to.
0: Yeah, she you told know, she told me that yeah about a year ago that that's really what she wanted to do. So okay. you sure heard how
1: excited Neil got when Susie said, "I'm really interested in getting pregnant." <laughs> until he found out that
0: uh, <laughs> I wasn't I'm like teach. you sure really. um well i'm a little older but i'm, I'm still uh, yeah I can, I can still perform no um yeah so she's uh, and I actually talked to her a couple days ago she isn't really doing any new music at all right now she doesn't have any plans to and do, uh, do anything. yeah she's married
1: to drew her the yeah. lead guitar player of the band there yeah. he, he's a real nice kid too super nice I say kid i mean yeah I mean he's younger than us but but no they're they're great i'm i'm real happy for him actually so that's yeah. funny you said that because yeah we haven't we haven't actually made a public comment on this. I know people are waiting with bated breath <laughs> to hear our public commentary on
0: the, <laughs> on the Susie Wooden pregnancy. Yes.
1: Yes. yes, indeed. We approve. We approve. We, we, we're going to allow it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't know we had a choice, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. Good
2: uh, luck, uh, guys. Good luck, good. you crazy kids, man. Yeah, Tom will be there to perform the briss if n- if not. Ah! <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> Again with the Coptoba joke. I
2: gotta tell you, man, I
1: never would have imagined this episode going this direction. <laughs> exactly. Alan's a pretty straight laced guy, but like I said, I think it's his new look. I think his his new look has really uh, opened up
0: some. He's been drinking Open whiskey. Up. He's been drinking whiskey all day. Look at him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that could. That could be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. how not much of a drinker. Maybe it's time. Yeah. Um
0: anyway. so All right. did, oh, Well, I mean, hold on yeah, so let, ahead, let me yeah. just ask this so did what did you buy when you were at Dr uh doc Disc? what did you buy when you were at the uh, Dr Strange at so the record doctors. store oh it's a, it's a good God. record store right i mean let us know what it's like yeah.
2: it's an amazing record store and actually it's not i did i visited um i visited a couple of record stores one of which was the worst record store i've ever visited in my life and i'm not going to mention their name <laughs> <laughs> unlike you on your last podcast where you totally <laughs>
0: Hey dude, if, if, if dude, if they fucking deserve it, they deserve it. What can I tell you? Try harder. Well,
2: I just, my attitude has always been: just because it doesn't connect with me, doesn't mean it doesn't connect with somebody. And this is somebody's attempt to put together a, a store, but this but store, there is I, a
1: universal value of suckitude.
3: you
2: know. Well, I walk into this place, and three quarters of the racks are completely empty, and and he doesn't have a lot up on the walls or anything, and I'm like oh this is a, probably a brand new store and he's setting it all up and and a guy walks in and is like you know hey i've got some records to sell do you, do you buy it he's like nope i don't buy i just sell so i go up to the guy and i'm like oh yeah, you know i write for gold mine how long have you how long's this store been here oh 18 years <laughs> i was like <laughs> I, I walked out the store i walked out it was it was a joke uh <laughs> it was the worst store i've ever visited
0: oh.
2: so Maybe
0: but i uh, should have a
2: hall of sheep
0: Yeah, there you go. The goldmine hole of shame. Do it. You can put my my one in there, too.
2: I got out to to Factory Records, which is just south of LA, and a small store, one of the small stores I've ever visited, but he had some of the best um, first, you know, original punk stuff. I got some um, um, alternative tentacles stuff with catalogs, with Mm. It's an original seven inches all included and um, amazing stuff that i just never find out here in the chicagoland area um by cool. california and and bill loaded me up with records at at dr strange i mean i bought some stuff but he he gave me some posters and actually i've got some bowl weevils autograph posters that we'll give away when we're in Logansport and um got a bunch of stuff i mean bill was just very generous
0: that's cool, and and of course he has long history with the Ball Weevils, right? I mean, that's why he yeah. had them out yeah, there. Yeah, he put out their he, he put, put out, out their first album, right? Their,
2: yeah,
1: put out their first. He album. put out a couple of their albums, plus yeah. a couple of big compilation albums and a live yeah. album. I think
2: he did at least five of their albums. Yeah, he's he's got quite a connection with them.
0: Yeah, we should actually have Bill on. I know I think we've reached out to him once before a while ago, but we should probably try and reconnect. Yeah, with he didn't too. answer us.
2: He didn't
1: answer us. we yep. were like, hey, we're good friends with Alan. He's never answered like, our he's calls. Like,
0: he's like Alan who. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Oh, no, i'll talk to him he'll he'll, he'll, he'll talk to he he is and i hope i'm not letting the cat out of the bag but he's working on writing a book and he's been nice enough to share a couple of the chapters with me to read and it's awesome hearing his stories about um you know being in la in or in los well in that whole area in the late 70s and the bands that he saw and the situations that he encountered i mean the things that we hear about out here from people he, he was in yeah he oh. lived it it's Neil, the
1: title of the book is Dr. Strange Gets Some Strange. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a penthouse forum. <laughs> That's why he got his name that way. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: what well, do you think? We did we cover all our bases?
0: I think we did. You got anything else to, to to push, Alan? What's going on? Yeah, there? what else you got you? coming up, Alan?
2: Doing some yeah. Any, any shows
0: coming up apart from T1? What's going on?
2: No, uh, no, I think T1's the, the, the next thing. I, I will tell you, and, and Tom, I don't know if you got this, but I got an advanced copy of the New Territories. I did, yeah, it's real good.
0: That yes. you know is with the old fucking Pirates Press. Oh, you guys are annoying me.
2: It is so good. <laughs> it is really good. It Tom, is real good. Do we cut it? you get orange? Uh, yes i did so i'm interested to hear if it makes your top 10 because it's on my top 10
1: well i you know here's the thing when people send me physical physical stuff i still generally i mean i'm definitely going to do a written a written review of the record too um but it doesn't come out till i think the first of november so we always try to coordinate our reviews with uh matter of fact i just the most recent review i did neil was for the and i it was kind of a summary summary review because it was so long but i did the uh that album that Ricky put out there, that Cincinnati record, because I was so impressed with it overall. Hmm. How cool! How cool that thing was. So okay, that and for a, a for a self release record to get a little review action, it's fun. You know, it's cool. Yeah.
2: That was a good episode. I need to order that record.
1: Yeah, it's cool, man. I, I uh, it's all over the place, but it's uh,
2: gives you the feels a little bit. I think, I think, I think between the two of you, and I'm happy to help. But I think we got to do like a Chicago. Michigan, cop. Because man, think of the bands you could do. And oh. the
1: there. yeah, but they're all. It's it's kind of been done. You know, the big bands have all kind of been done.
0: But yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. That sounds too much like hard work. I'll just work so, just <laughs> well, let that's what I look, look at. This thing,
1: I look at this thing that Ricky did with Cincinnati. I'm like, this is so cool. I wish somebody would do this in the Grand Rapids. And I'm like, but I'm not doing it. That sounds like a real big time commitment. Yeah, kudos
2: so. to Ricky for doing it. But I have yeah. got, got to pick up a copy of that
1: all right well listen man it's been a pleasure i'm sure we'll do it again if we don't do it again this year you know i'm sure we'll do it you know leading up to our joey ramon thing
0: yep. which is what remind me is that what what month was that
1: May. May. <laughs> May. my okay. birthday's the 18th joey's birthday is the 19th i think matt's looking at the friday there okay. i don't want to do anything for him
0: i know we just had a flatfoot 56 show there didn't he a couple weeks ago
1: yeah, and my my wife wanted to go. We would have gone to that, but it was my daughter who was a junior in high school. It was her homecoming, so mm, we
0: couldn't right. sneak away. Yeah, okay. But
1: yeah, you know what? Let's it, say it's my my kids' school days are almost over, man, and it's going to be a real relief.
0: Well, if I'm, he has if 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 he has anything else, anything else, punky wise or even slightly punky coming up at Logan Sport, I'd be up yeah. to I'd be up to making the visit before next May because I I really yeah, I really yeah, no, enjoy I, it I out agree. there. Yeah,
1: yeah, I do too. As a matter of oh, fact.
0: I I actually saw. Um, I know we're not going to talk about the show right now, but it was at Thalia Hall on Friday, and I actually saw uh, Aaron, the uh, the guy behind the record store. Oh, the record store! Oh, yeah, cool, I actually cool. saw him at the at the show on Friday night. He's the so. real
1: brains
2: behind the operations, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> the record store.
2: So not not the store. So
0: yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so it, was, it was cool to see him.
2: I don't, I'm not going. I'm not going to spoil anything, but just telling people save your money because if you thought last year was big, Matt is going really big, and it's going to be impressive and people are not going to want to miss this. Yeah, he has, yeah, a, he has a super
0: group coming, I believe. It's the uh, Travers, <laughs> Traveling Dingleberries. It's, uh, with, it's, uh, the,
1: <laughs> it's the firm, Neil. Do you remember when Bad Company broke up <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the uh, Zeppelin broke up and Jimmy Page and Paul right. Rogers formed the firm?
0: Yes, yep. they'll be playing Logan's <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Matt's probably like, I wish they would. I have 50 firm records in my garage that I can't sell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed.
1: Oh, man. Well, listen, man, it was a pleasure catching up with the island. It was, it was a lot of fun tonight. It was Like I said, it definitely wasn't necessarily what I was expecting. But, uh, yeah, so Riot Fest, I don't know that I'll ever go back. But, you know, never say never, right? I guess if those are yeah. the right combination of stuff, it could happen.
2: And, and large quantities of alcohol. Man, the alcohol there is too expensive. Yeah, friend. the alcohol is too expensive. I go to Reggie's. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, indeed. <laughs> but cool. Well, so you're going Saturday to T1, so we're not going to be able to cross paths of that.
2: No problem. No, no. But I might try and just come out to see you in November when you come in for... Uh, ah, like, Antiheroes. Antiheroes, because I, I've got some records i got to send hey, your way. Hey, well, you know, I love that. Well, and you know, the fact of the
1: matter is, the Dwarves are playing the next night. I didn't know if you'd be interested in that. And I think there's... As of right now, there's only a couple of bands on the bill, so it might not even be super late for a Sunday night. Well, i
0: they're also coming up too. They're also coming up to Loud Pizza, uh, Black, thinking, yeah. yeah, on the Monday.
2: Yeah. You guys up there on on that Monday? I don't Pizza. know that I'm going to be able to get up there. I'm still kind of uh, working on it. I got to work. I
1: I kind of need to be back at work on Monday afternoon. So we'll we'll see what happens. I guess
0: all I'm right. the DJ, so I got. Yeah, Neil's out the,
1: what DJ. the DJ. DJ Jazzy Neil. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> playing be lots playing of Parliament, his favorite
0: nineties hip hop. Parliament <laughs> funkadelic all night.
1: I, I would love that because Neil'll be like he'll be playing like Buzzcocks or something. Somebody will complain and just be like,
2: "Get out!" Oh just yeah, get out! So they're just yell at him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring it! Bring it on! Bring it on, <laughs> on bitches!
3: <laughs>
2: All right. Anyway, listen. Thanks <laughs> yeah. everybody
1: for listening. Yep. Sorry, Thank I you, Alan.
2: Video. My pleasure. Thank Put you, that man. on
1: Facebook. Uh, Neil or uh, Doctor Disc does not do much facebook but he does instagram right that's your big one <laughs> but
0: that's correct but dr dick has an instagram <laughs> don't accidentally enough.
1: put in that yes you'd be very disappointed or not maybe i don't
0: know <laughs> yes indeed. um but yes alan thanks so much for coming on and uh yeah it was uh, a good time man Real keep, good time. Bye. keep bye, a buddy. little mark in your heart everybody and, oh yeah and oh sorry yeah punkslidei i77 gmail right tom uh yep. punks facebook, facebook group join yep. that um we have merch available at loudpizza.com and i have some shirts too if you email me directly we might be doing a short run of dickies jackets so if you would like one of Gosh, those with the
1: dickies again can we stop if i hear the word dick one more time i'm gonna <laughs> drive up there and kick you in the dick
0: okay industrial work jackets how's that there you go um <laughs> lined ones for the winter, so I'd have to get that order in soon, so anyway mm. um, that's that, mm. keep a little heart. boy, your we are heart. really moving up in the world yeah, there you go, well, yes I'm sure, I'm. Sure. I'm going to have to get money ahead of time for these you know uh, we're not doing
1: Carhartt, only Dickies Dickies, <laughs> not going to go ridiculous yes, indeed All right.
0: indeed. Um, All yeah, right. keep a little in your heart stay free, thanks for
1: nice
0: listening everybody we'll smell you later, smell you later people bye bye okay, that brings
4: us to the end of another show hope you enjoyed it Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ha, ha. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night.
3: What a (laughs) fucking rotter.